All right, so today we're going to be starting our new series, Toxic. We're going to be processing through toxic thoughts over the next uh, several weeks and, and kind of looking at that. And as we start this morning, we're going to kind of lay the groundwork in, in looking at the, the reality of the battle that, you know, takes place in our minds. And as I was thinking about this, you know, and I kind of start, kind of start with this question. And, and, and the simple question is this, is anybody else that's here, I, I hope I'm not the only one, but there just seems to be seasons in my life or moments in my life, or, and, and it happens all the time, honestly. So when I say seasons, sometimes it's a little bit less, sometimes it's a lot more. But there's just this constant battle that's going on in my own head. Like constantly, there is this battle that's going on in my own mind. I, back and forth with things like this. I'll have moments where I, I have thoughts of faith, like I feel strength in my faith, and I have thoughts of the goodness of God, and, and how awesome God is, and how amazing God is, and all the things God has done for me, and then instantly I'm battling thoughts of fear, and thoughts of, okay, God, are you here? Where you at? Why, why, aren't, you, why aren't you talking? Why aren't you saying something? Why does it seem you're distant? I have thoughts where I think about his goodness and I, and I think about trusting him and, and having this idea of submission and saying, Lord, it's all yours. And then all of a sudden I'm battling thoughts of doubt or I'm battling the thoughts to take back control. Like I laid it down for you, God. I, I submitted this to you. Oh, but now my thoughts are saying you're not doing, you're not doing very well with this, God. So I'm going to pick it back up. I, I need to take control of this. I need to do something about this. I find myself having those moments where I, I want to have thoughts that are positive. Focusing on the positive aspects of life. Focusing on, focusing on the positive aspects of the day and what's going on. And then instantaneously, there's these invading thoughts of negativity or even thoughts of despair. Oh, it's just going to get worse. Oh, I can't do what's being asked of me to do. Oh, I'm going to screw this up. Oh, I'm going to fail at this again. There are these moments where I can be completely and fully confident, knowing that God is with me, knowing that he is for me. And in the next moment, I can have thoughts that bring an overwhelming, crippling insecurity that can almost paralyze me in a moment. Now, I don't know if anybody else struggles with that, but this, these kind of things are just constant sometimes in life. And, and I wonder this, if anyone has ever felt that what they're presenting on the outside to the people around them, the smile that we can place on our face, or the, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Life's awesome. I wonder how many times what we're presenting on the outside does not even come close to the conflict that's taking place within our own heads on the inside. If you ever knew what I was thinking, it would never match what I show on the outside. I wonder how many times we feel. And, and I have to share this because I was wondering how I, I shared this with my, my wife Amy before I came to church this morning. Because... Um, before I left, I, we were standing in the kitchen. I was like, hey, would you pray with me before we go? And, and we prayed because I looked at her and I said, here's what's funny. is I'm getting ready to go preach a, a sermon series on toxic thinking. 
And I'm in a season right now, for some reason in life, that I am in the midst of massive battles with toxic thinking right now. I, I told her, I was like, the, 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 the irony of this is just is, is outrageous to me. Where, where the battle in my own head. And, and when, I, when I talk about the outside and the inside, this is how funny it is, because I've, I've gotten to the point with this. I've gotten to the point that when I'm really struggling with some of the stuff that's going on in my own head, if people ask me how I'm doing, I've, I've kind of got to the point where I stop saying good, because like, I'm not going to lie anymore. <laughs> some people, anybody that's asked me and I gave you a real answer, I saw, I'm sorry, because <laughs> you're probably like, dude. <laughs> dude. But here's how bad it was. Like, when I say this, of like, I was setting, just to give you kind of a funny of how, how funny this is, is how the battle in your own head could be. Uh, about two weeks ago, I'm sitting on Amazon trying to work with one of the, doing a customer service thing, and I'm doing the chat with them. And I'm going back and forth with the lady on chat. And then all of a sudden, as she's working on my thing, she asked me out of nowhere, how's your day going? And I sat there and stared at it. And I'm like... This is going to get interesting. Because <laughs> I kind of told myself, I was like, I'm done just being like, good. So I didn't go into like this big spiel, but I, I, I was honest. I was like, you know, and it was really interesting, you know, because <laughs> I kind of got a little like mini counseling session from this woman on Amazon. Um, <laughs> but it's all good. It was, hey, God knew what I needed at the moment. But I wonder how many times with this battle that goes on in our heads, how often, though, we are fighting this battle inside our own heads, and, and what we're presenting on the outside doesn't even come close to the fight that we're going through on the inside. See, here's something that I'm learning as God processes, processes me through things. The life we have, right, what we're living, what the life we're experiencing reflects the thoughts we're actually thinking. Like, our thoughts are extremely powerful, and we need to start paying attention to this. Because think about this for a moment. The life that we live, the life that we're experiencing is a reflection of the thoughts that we're thinking. So think about this. If you are a person that is constantly fighting the thoughts, toxic thoughts of, I can't, guess what? You never will. I can't do that. God can't use me. I can never overcome this or that or whatever it is. Whatever you place as a, a stipulation of your own abilities, guess what? If you constantly are fighting that you can't, that's the life you're going to live. You never will. If we live our lives with the thoughts of being a victim and how everything is stacked against us and everything is against us, guess what? Your life's going to reflect that because that's all you're going to be looking for. You know, Amy and I, we joke about this a lot, especially with um, our kids and other kids that were around sometimes is, you know, when I was in school and I didn't do good in school, I knew why I didn't do good in school, right? It is because of me, right? Um, what I love is when you hear some of the kids that, you know, they're talking about not being good in school and it's like, well, why not? Teacher don't like me. How do you know they don't like you? No teacher likes me. Right? And they have the list, right, of all the ways that everybody's against them. Like, like they, they're just out for me. They're out to get me. They're out to, you know. If you play the everything's against me, guess what? Everything's going to be against you. Everyone's going to be against you. You're just automatically going to see that in everything, with everything. If you have thoughts where you're constantly looking at problems, the, the, the bad stuff, 
the, the stuff that's always coming against you, if you're constantly looking at the world's coming to an end and our country's falling apart and all the bad problems and prices are raising and all of this stuff, guess what? Your life's just going to be overwhelmed. You're just going to be burdened constantly. And that's not to lessen the fact that, yes, there are real problems. I'm not trying to say that. But when we let our thinking constantly focused on that, that's the life we're going to live. For a person that's constantly having thoughts of negativity, guess what? Everything's going to be negative. It doesn't matter. You can come into church and have, the, you know, think about coming to church. You can come to church and have the greatest moment where God shows up and God speaks and God moves. And it can be the most amazing moment ever. But if we walk in with a negative heart and a negative attitude and negative thinking, guess what? We're never going to pay attention to anything God does. Because that's all we're going to look for is the negative. The thoughts that we allow to control our minds are going to be reflected in the life that we live. Now, so look at Scripture. This is something Paul says. He says, those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about that, that which pleases the Spirit. So, letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Now, see, here's the thing. Whenever we choose to think on things that are contrary to the promises and truth of God, we're allowing our minds to be controlled by sinful things. Right? This isn't just about sitting there thinking about sin. Right? That's not what Paul's just necessarily talking about here. Is, well, I'm going to sit here and think about sinful things and sinful acts and, 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 and things that are wicked and all of this. The reality is when we let our minds focus on anything that is contrary to the truth and promises of God, we are letting our minds be controlled by our sinful nature. So things like, I can't. Things like negativity towards people and towards ourselves or towards the world or whatever it is. Constantly making our problems bigger than God. Is actually us allowing our minds to be controlled by our sinful nature. And this is where Paul is telling us that when we let our minds be controlled this way, it leads to death. But oh, to be controlled, the mind controlled by the Spirit leads to life and peace. So here's one of the points. Our lives are moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. So think about this this morning. Our lives, your life, is moving in the direction of your strongest thought. And if your strongest thoughts are actually that which is contrary to God and His truth, then your life is going to be moving in a direction away from the abundant life that God wants you to have in His Son. But when our strongest thoughts are based upon the truth of God and who God is and what He's done for us and the gospel of Jesus Christ, then our life is going to be moving into the direction of abundance that he promises. 
Now, this isn't mine. This is uh, something that uh, I actually got from another pastor that uh, was talking about this, and I, and I thought it was perfect. These are the three that he used, but there's so many others. But we'll, we'll do like a thought audit real quick. And you kind of look at it this way. You know, one to ten. If you think about your thoughts, if you think about where primarily a lot of your thoughts are, where do you land on that scale? Do you fall more towards being worried about things, or does your life show peace? The peace that surpasses understanding, the peace of God. Or are we constantly worried? Worried about finances. Worried about health. Worried about family. Worried about our kids, grandkids. Worried about the day and just whatever is going to happen during the day. Worried about the country. Whatever it is. See, we try to generalize everything, but think about the entirety of your life and where do you fall with this? Do you spend your time with thoughts of worry or do you rest in the peace of God when it comes to your thought life? How about being negative or positive? Do we fall more on the negative side of things? Especially one of the things that I have to catch myself a lot is, is, is being negative towards situations or maybe people. Right? We always assume we know the motives of people and we find ourselves, we can find ourselves with negative thoughts towards the action and behavior of people. Situations, our job, whatever it is. Negative towards politics. And people in politics to see things the other way than us. Negative towards if people don't do things the way that we think they need to be done. Negative towards our faith even. Negative towards the church. Negative towards people in the church. Whatever it is, you can make a list of the things that we potentially could be negative about. Do your thoughts fall more towards the negativity side of things or does your thoughts fall more the positive, the goodness of God, the blessings of God, the, the, the power of God, the sovereignty of God. Seeing yourself in that way too. Unfortunately, many times people struggle with negativity, but it's mainly towards themselves. Or do you see yourself the way God has called you and created you to be? The third one that he had was this. Do you find your thoughts falling more towards worldly or eternal? Your thoughts centering around, God, how can I have the best life here and now? And, and constantly fighting for the moment of here and now and how to please yourself in the moment of this world, but not thinking one thing about eternal things. The fact that your life is but a breath. But our lives can get so wrapped up in thoughts that center just around the moments of now. And not thinking about the eternal. See, this is one thing that I know. I can speak to this for myself. The reason I know God is allowing me. And here's the thing. Even when battles in my mind happens and what I'm going through right now on a personal level, I know one of the reasons that God is making me do this is because he's showing me how much I've neglected to pay attention 
to my thoughts. Especially when it comes to living worldly or eternal. God has placed me in a position where he's causing me to focus more on what comes next versus what's right in front of me. So I know that's a blessing for me. It's not easy, but it's a blessing. See, the thoughts in our minds is what will come out in our lives. So the question that I want us to think about this morning is this. Are you excited about the direction your thoughts are taking you? This morning, are you excited about the direction your thoughts are taking you? Are your thoughts, is the the thoughts within your head, are they drawing you closer to Christ? Deeper in your faith? Closer to peace? Or do they pull you away? And make your faith difficult and hard and struggle? So let's talk for a moment about the power of our thoughts. As, as we talk about toxic thinking and, and, and just kind of understanding this and, and these poisonous thoughts that can come into our minds, I want you to understand that toxic thinking can actually affect you in so many ways. It can affect you mentally. It can affect you mo- emotionally. It can affect you physically and, and, of course, spiritually. Our thoughts are powerful. And as we go through this this morning, I hope that you will see that, how powerful our thoughts are. Think about it just for a moment. If you have toxic thinking or negative thoughts or or worldly thoughts or whatever it is, stressful thoughts, whatever it is, these are going to affect your mood. They're going to affect your outlook on life. They're going to affect your outlook on people. And the enemy knows that. The enemy knows that. And that's why he wages this battle inside your mind. We're going to look at that a little closer here in a little bit. But just realize that. That's why he wants you to focus on poisonous thinking. Because he knows it's going to affect your relationships with God and with other people. It's going to affect your attitude and your mood and how you approach the day. It's going to affect the work that you do and how you serve God. It's going to affect everything. And toxic thinking also will obstruct our ability to live the abundant life that God wants you to have. God wants you and I to live in victory and abundance. But the enemy knows, the enemy knows, if he can defeat you in your mind, he's going to obstruct your ability to live in that abundant life. Do you realize that sometimes we think that the things that keep us from living the abundant life that God wants for us to have, we we think it's because of circumstances outside of us, but the majority of the time, it's the fight that's happening right here that keeps us from the abundant life that God wants you to have. Think about this. It damages our health, right? Toxic thinking. The enemy knows that it's going to damage your health physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all of this. You're just not going to be well. It's going to destroy your confidence. Over time, he can chip away at your confidence, your confidence in God, your confidence in your faith, your confidence in what God wants to do with you and through you. And overall, he's going to steal. He's going to take away from you your energy to even want to live life because we get to the place of there's no hope. What's the point? Remember, Scripture tells us that the thief comes to steal and to kill and destroy. 
And he doesn't do that majority of the time with outside attacks. He's doing that inside your own head. That's why this is such an important topic for us to think about. Because he does not attack us from the outside. He attacks us from the inside. Realize that's been Satan's mode of battle against humanity from the very beginning. Go back to Genesis chapter 3. How did Satan get man to fall? He did it through implanting a toxic thought. Eve, did God really say that you're not supposed to eat any of the fruit. It's been his mode of attack against us from the very beginning, and it's the number one way he's attacking us today is through our thoughts. And it's a battle we're always going to have. He's always going to be trying to attack truth in us. So let's, let's kind of think about this for a moment, how a thought works, okay? And again, I am not by no means a science expert by any means. So I'm going to make this as simple as my simple brain can make it because when I was reading all it and they like to use big words, it's like, whatever, I need to dumb this down for me, okay? So hopefully by me doing that, it's nice and simple. Here's the thing. <clears throat> the way, you know, your brain works, okay? Neuropathways. Right? You have a thought. It creates a, a neuropathway. Brand new one. Let's say you never had the thought before. Okay? All of a sudden, boom. Neuropathway has been created. So my brain, I'm looking at this and I'm reading this. And this is how I picture this. It's like, okay, trail's been made. Okay? There's, there's the trail. New trail been made in my brain. There's a thought. There it is. The more I choose to think on that thought, the better the trail gets. Right? Gets a little stronger. The more I think it, the stronger it gets. Over time, I can actually make that a permanent part of my brain. If I continue to think that same thought, it will eventually become a permanent part of my brain. Right? Now, this is why, I don't know if you're like me, if you ever stop and really think about your thoughts. This is why, you ever have those thoughts where it's like, why is it so easy to think this? Because if it's become a permanent part of my brain, instantly, I don't even have to, I don't even have to work at it anymore. I got a super highway to be able to think. And here's the thing, if, if my fallen sinful mind can create toxic thoughts, then that's what's going to be constantly produced inside my head. This is why it's so easy for us, if we're used to always being negative, we just instantly become negative. If we always are doubting, it's just easy to become doubting because we've created neural pathways in our head that are permanent, where our thoughts are just instantaneously going in that direction. And the more we think it, the easier it is to think, and it just becomes permanent to who we are. Sometimes I feel like that when it comes to toxic thoughts. Like I just got like a super highway. Where I will literally find myself at times going, God, where is this coming from? And God's like, David, you've, you've trained yourself to think this way. You've trained yourself to think this way. This is the way your brain has been developed. 
But then I have to remind myself, the the thief wants to steal from me, and he wants to give me thoughts that are going to take from me and kill my faith, and he wants to give me thoughts that destroy. But Jesus promised to give us abundant life. Now, here's the thing. Scripture tells us this. Paul says, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your mind. And to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Isn't it interesting that Paul is telling us that we were called to put away our former way of life, our old self. He wasn't talking just about behavior. He's telling us, put off your old self by getting rid of the old way of thinking. The neural pathways that you have created of toxic thought. these thoughts that go against the truth of God. He's saying, you need to put that self off and be made new in the attitude of your mind. So here's what I mean by that. We just got done talking about Joshua the last few weeks. And it's amazing how we can go back and, and actually use Joshua with this. Think about this for a moment. The reason the Israelites... That first generation could not enter into the promises of God in the promised land is because they never let their minds get renewed from being slaves stuck in Egypt. See, see, here's the thing. You cannot live in the abundance of the promised land if your minds are still stuck in Egypt. Christian, this, this is one of the things that most of us as Christians never think about. We can have salvation. You can have faith in Jesus. You can be redeemed and renewed. And you can still live a weak Christian life that is not full of the abundance of Jesus Christ because you never let your mind get renewed and you're still living like you're in Egypt. You're still living with those neural pathways that were created that go against the truth and promises of God. That's what's leading your life is the false things that you have come to believe and you have not renewed yourself to the best of what God wants for you. Listen, if our thought process is based on crumbs, if that's where our thoughts are at is the crumbs, guess what? You're going to live a life on crumbs. If our minds are not renewed by God and we fight this battle against toxic thinking, we're not going to live in the best that God has for us. Egypt wasn't what God wanted for his people. The wilderness was not what God wanted for his people. Manna was not what God wanted for his people. God wanted them to break free of the former way of life. To put off the old self. To be made new in the attitude of their minds. To put on the new self. And to live in the fullness of what God has for them. My question for us this morning is you think about toxic thinking. When you live out your day, just think about the day. Are your thoughts focused on the best that God has for you? Many times I find myself just scraping for crumbs. And God's like, boy, I have so much more for you than that. If you just let your thoughts get focused on where they need to be. 
Paul tells us, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Man, Satan horribly wants you to remain stuck in your old way of thinking that goes against the truth of God. But God tells us, let me transform you into this new person by changing the way you think. My question for us this morning is, Christian, have you actively allowed yourself and submitted yourself to God to have him change the way you think? Are your thoughts reflective of his truth and his promises? Are your thoughts reflective, uh, reflective of his best for you and what he wants for you? Or are we losing the battle by allowing toxic thoughts to control our lives? Let, let, let me ask this question or think about it this way, just even this morning. When you woke up this morning and, and you knew it was Sunday and you were going to come to church, did you wake up this morning at any point in time and, and, and I hope this is true of many of us, but did you wake up and sit there and say, man, I get to go to church this morning and experience the presence of Almighty God, sing praises to Him, fellowship with other believers, minister to people around me, be ministered to. This is going to be an amazing Sunday morning. Or, or did we wake up? Okay. I can get dressed. We can get there on time. I can at least put a smile on my face for a while. I can handle this for at least an hour and 15 minutes. If they go any longer than an hour and 15 minutes, I'm out. I'm out. They better sing songs I like. Whatever it is, right? We make this list of all the things that like, what were you thinking about this morning? before you gather together as the church. Man, some of us might not have even been thinking about church. You're already in this afternoon and thinking about what's going on this afternoon. Some of you are already into Monday. Some of you aren't even here right now. I get it. I've had those mornings. I've had those Sundays. Here's the thing, if our thoughts are reflective of the life that we live, then here's the thing, even when we gather as the church, depending on what the thoughts are that I bring into the place, is going to determine what I get out of it. Man, if I didn't come here expecting to experience the powerful presence of God, chances are I'm not going to experience anything from God. Because that's not even what I'm looking for. That's not even what I'm focused for. God says, let me make you new by changing the way you think. Have you ever let God change the way you think? I'm not talking about what you say, right? I can be really good at speaking God's truth. That doesn't mean that it's always firm up here. Anybody else have that problem? It's easy to know what to say. But that doesn't mean it's really firm up here sometimes. Jesus, or Paul's saying here, don't let God just change the way you behave. 
Don't, don't let God just change the way you talk. Don't let God just change the way you dress. Don't let God just change the way you spend your money or how you decorate your house or whatever it is or what you do with your time. He says, let him change the way you think. How many of us have fully submitted to saying, God, change the way I think? To you. If you go in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, before Paul says this, he actually says the first thing that we have to do is to offer ourselves as living sacrifices, right? Surrender. Surrender to God's mercies. In view of God's mercies, surrender yourself. Offer yourself as a living sacrifice. Give yourself fully to God. One of the things that I'm going to say that I know I'm guilty of is one of the reasons I know that my own thinking has not changed as much as God has desired it to is because I have failed to surrender those aspects of myself to him. Jesus says, pick up your cross daily and follow me. Daily, David, conform your thinking to me. Daily, David, conform your thinking to my promises and my goodness and who I am. Daily, conform it to me. Paul tells us this in 2 Corinthians. He says, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they, are, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Christian, as we're here this morning and as we begin this series, this is what we're going to do in the weeks to come. We're going to spend each week spending some time looking at different toxic thoughts that want to try to destroy your relationship with God and try to control your life. Every week we're going to look at different toxic thoughts and we're going to ask the question, is it possible that these thoughts are in your own mind and that you wrestle with? The reason we're going to do that is because God has given us the weapons of warfare to destroy those highways that have been created in your brain. Do you realize that the truth of God can actually reform your brain? Like the actual physical makeup of your brain. God has given you the weapons in himself to destroy toxic thinking pathways and change them and recreate them to think based on his word and based on his truth. This is what Paul is telling us, saying you have the power to demolish strongholds. You have the power to demolish roadways of negative thinking, false thinking, thinking that destroys your abundant life, thinking that takes you away from Jesus, thinking that wants to imprison you. You have the power to do that. But it's not your power. It's his power when you choose to submit to him. So here's what I want to ask us to do as we start this time together going through these. If you're able to honestly look at your own life and say, you know what, my thinking is not where it should be. If you go back to the, to the audit we did, whether you're negative positive or uh, worried or peaceful or, or, or uh, worried or peaceful or you're worldly or eternal, whatever you want to put your scale on, if your thoughts are not lining up with what God wants you to think, if you're brave enough to do it, then I encourage you to start here. Start asking God to identify what is the strongest, uh, the, the biggest or most powerful stronghold 
in your life when it comes to your thinking? Lord, what's, what's the stronghold? What, what's, the, what's, the, what's the toxic thought that most comes against me in my relationship with you? Some, I, I don't want to put anything in anybody's head, but some might be things like, I've just, I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I've always felt I'm, not, I'm just not good enough. I can never live up to what God wants or whatever. Satan puts these thoughts in our heads. I'm not worthy. Right? Toxic thoughts might also be questions you have towards God, thinking God doesn't love me, God isn't good enough, God isn't strong enough, whatever it is. They're thoughts that have been implanted into your head that keeps you from living the abundant life that God wants for you. What's the stronghold in your life? What's the, what's the thought process that the enemy has helped you build? Because here's the thing, you can't demolish the stronghold until you define it. And the issue is, is most of us don't want to do the work in actually having to process things and ask questions and let God show us what is actually going on in this. What we do is we do like I do. Here's, here's what I do. Lord, I know my thoughts aren't right. Change my thinking, Lord. General. <laughs> Just change it. And God's like, I don't work that way. I just don't hack things off. He's like, I'm precision. I want to dig it out. I want to dig down to where it's at. And I'm going to dig it out. And I'm like, no, 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 Lord, let's not do that. Just, just change my thinking. That's the easiest way to do this, right? Just zap me. Do something. Just, just pour out some grace and change it. And God's like, it don't work that way. We've got to dig down, and we're going to dig it out. And it's going to take effort. And it's going to take work. And it's going to hurt. And there's going to be times where it's going to be very uncomfortable. Because you're going to have to come against things that actually helped make that thought in your head in the first place. Think about this just for a moment. One of the reasons, I mean, I don't, I don't, but just think about this. One of the reasons many of us struggle in our faith is because we have thoughts that have been implanted in our heads from when we were just, we, even kids. Early in life, we still can have these thoughts that plague us even today. And God's like, no, we got to dig down there and destroy it. I got to dig it out. And, and you got to be willing to let me dig. And you got to be willing to go deep with me. And take the time. You can't just pray the prayer, just change my thinking, Lord. Instead, are you willing to pray, Lord, identify the stronghold. You have given me the weapons. You have given me the power to destroy the strongholds. Now give me the wisdom to know what the stronghold is. Show me what strongholds are in my thinking. Now this is the work we do. We seek him and we let him like lead us and we follow him in this. But then the scripture tells us what we do is we start taking captive every thought and make obedient to Christ. This takes work and it takes effort. We need to start recognizing the thoughts that go against the truth of Jesus Christ. If we want to demolish strongholds, you got to stop the supply chain to them. When lies come into your head, be quick to take that thought captive. 
Be quick to bring that thought under the truth of Jesus Christ. Be quick to destroy the road that has been built into your own mind and start new pathways. Get in Scripture. Get into the Word. Find the truth that goes against the stronghold that's in your head. This is why being in the Bible is so important. You're never going to change your thinking if you're not in Scripture. Ever. You will be trapped in the prison of toxic thinking your entire life if you are not in Scripture. Because you are not arming yourself with the power of truth that God wants to give you to overcome your strongholds. Here's the last thing I just want to say with this about truth. Remember, truth is not just a concept that we follow. Truth is a person. If you want to change your mind and win the battle of toxic thinking, if you want to win the battle for your mind, it's not just about reading the Bible. It's also about being in real relationship with Jesus Christ. Real relationship with Jesus Christ. To know him and to let him know you fully and completely. To submit completely before him. But can I encourage you this morning that you and I have the ability to win the war when it comes to toxic thinking. Scripture tells us you are more than a conqueror in Jesus Christ your Lord. The last scripture that God has been giving me that gives me comfort, and I was thinking about this morning, so I don't have it up front for you, but it's Philippians 1.6, and it simply says this, He who began the good work in you will complete it. Man, if you were like me and you find yourself battling in your mind, stand upon the promise that he who began the good work in you will complete it. You are victorious in Jesus Christ. You have been given everything you need to win the war of your mind. We just have to start doing the work to do it. To demolish strongholds, to identify strongholds, to take captive thoughts, and to replace it with the truth of Jesus Christ. If we actively do that, I am here to tell you right now, you can win the war for your mind. Because Jesus has already given you everything you need to do it. And that's him. He's given you himself. You can win the war for your mind. Father God, as we prepare to leave this place today, I pray blessing upon us. I pray that, Lord, the enemy so wants to defeat us. Lord, we have to get that into, we have to understand that, Lord. If, we, if we're living this life without really fully understanding that, that the enemy wants to defeat us. He wants to keep us knocked down. He wants to keep us out of any kind of struggle with himself. He wants to keep us imprisoned to sin. He wants to keep us imprisoned to lies and false truth that, that, that he plants in us. Lord, things that we think are true uh, because we've lived them or we experienced them, but you're telling us through yourself, this isn't, this isn't the reality. This isn't the truth. Lord, the enemy is constantly after us. Lord, our own sinful nature is so used to thinking contrary to you. But Lord, you have given us everything we need for victory. Lord, you promise us in Scripture that we can change the attitude of our minds, that we can be transformed and renew our minds. Lord, you even go as far as telling us that we have the mind of Christ. Lord, that's, that's my prayer for myself and for anybody else this morning that needs it, is that we hear the promise, that right there, that we have been given the mind 
of Christ. Lord, so that if we feel that our minds are constantly, our thoughts are constantly attacking us and constantly pulling us from you, constantly trying to drag us down, Lord, if we constantly feel this pressure to be negative or worldly or, or just to always have this worry that's on us and this stress and this doubt or whatever it is, Lord, if these are the things that are bombarding us and we feel like they are constantly winning, Lord, encourage us with the truth, the promise this morning that we have been given the mind of Christ. Or that we can be victorious by taking captive every thought and bringing it under obedience to the mind of Christ. That we can demolish strongholds, again, not because of ourselves, because of the power of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit in us. Father God, let us leave this place renewed that we can win this battle, that we can fight this fight, and that you are with us every step of the way, Lord. Let us leave this place renewed to seek you with everything that we have, to get into your word and discover the truth and to apply the truth and to live upon the truth. Lord, allow the enemy to know that he is defeated in us. Lord, I pray that for us, that we will leave this place walking in victory and reminding the enemy that he is defeated in us. But I pray your strength and your spirit in abundance upon each and every one of us. We love you. Amen. Go in peace.